0: What was that? Shit, I was going to ask you something. Um, Oh, do you current, like now, do you ever have dreams where he just does shit that just pisses you off so bad that you wake up and you just are mad at him? Hmm. I have been having this
1: reoccurring dream of him lately where we separate... And he just disappears, and he doesn't have anything to do with our daughter
0: ever oh, again. No, that's all the hormones, that's the medication raging I'm through him. your body. <laughs> well,
1: that I mean, but otherwise, no. But this has been like reoccurring lately, so it's annoying me that I'm having right the stream of him. Right.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Jen. and I'm Alicia. We're here to talk about strange and unusual shit. Yes. Send me all that weird stuff. Jen and I like
1: talking about it. We like uh, spooky tales. We like
0: murder mysteries, unsolved cases, aliens, you name it. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So hang out with us and enjoy some medium body banter. So on today's episode, we're talking about the
1: human body. Ooh. (laughs) So many things that can go wrong
0: in a human body. Yeah. Taking time bombs. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we get into all of that, I have some questions. Okay.
1: Uh, Why is my mouth so dry? Mine
0: (laughs) is, (laughs) too. Sorry. Uh, If you could wedgie, like a real good wedgie. any Atomic? Uh Uh-huh. Any historical figure, who would you... Just rip the underwear up their butt. How big are the underwear? It's theirs. They're
1: wearing them. But it can't be like... Like cartoon underwear where I can fit multiple people in them? <laughs> no, just one pair. Okay. Well, I mean, everybody's obvious answer is like Hitler. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, in it he's... He deserves a wedgie. He deserves, like, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, currently, and I'll, I'll explain why, um, uh, fuck you, Donald Trump. You, need, a, you need an atomic wedgie. That was who I would choose. <laughs> and I will tell you, because you have turned some of my sweet, sweet family members into yeah. raving
0: lunatics. Yeah. Which, Not I mean... If it was that easy. Were they always and it's just coming out or? I don't know. It's, I don't know. I've
1: like, for instance, this person that I love dearly, it's just like the person that would give you the shirt off their back type of person. Okay. The person that I've introduced to um, my, sorry, I had a burp. My, um, my friend community, which is pretty open-ended, like uh, a lot of LGBTQ mm-hmm. members, um, a lot of people from dish- different nationalities mm-hmm. and religions, and um, they usually like to unawkwardly um ask questions and get to know people. Okay. Um, because it's, you know, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um and so, like, I always took pride in that. Like, uh, somebody trying to educate themselves okay. through personal experience and w- without judgment. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, it's like a this, like, switch of, like, anger and hate and resentment was flipped on. Yeah. And, like, and then to not, like, groups of people for a certain reason when honestly you live in the middle of Wyoming and you've probably only ever met the few people. Yeah. Like you, you you don't have any personal interactions with Uh most
0: people. So why are you so mad at most people? Yeah. Well, and a lot of that's just, uh, propaganda because, and I'll admit like growing up, I wasn't exposed to other cultures. Uh It's, Wyoming's white. We weren't.
1: We weren't even exposed to um, the Democratic Party, no, until Bill Clinton. But then, but then, even when I remember, um, I think the first uh, election I was able to vote in was with Barack Obama.
0: Really? I thought we were earlier. Then. Oh
1: wait,
2: Am I think I, it no, it bush. was it was the
1: one before that. Yeah, it was the one before that. But I do distinctly remember uh, Barack Obama, and the only. Thing that I had ever heard about him was on Oprah Winfrey. Mm. He, she was like endorsing him on her show. I had never heard of him prior, no, and, and I never heard <clears throat> of him after that. And it's it was just whatever the media, I guess, was deciding yeah. to pick up. And, uh, uh-huh. um, so I probably at that time would have considered myself a Republican, uh, yeah, because I didn't know, um, and uh-huh. also. It was just like, uh, Democrats were such a bad thing. Bad. Yeah, it was a bad
0: word. But you know what? When I registered to vote, I registered, and I always have been, as independent. Me too. Because I thought that that meant I wasn't picking anything. Yes, but... Which is not true. <laughs> which is not true. So, I, that's how I understood it when I was 18. And I was like, I'm not going to choose one of these. I'm not either. Mm-hmm. I don't believe full force on any of these, I'm, I'm me, which is what I'm I thought, and then it was, and so I I'm did a, that, and I've just never yeah. changed it, quite honestly, just because I still don't want to choose.
1: Um, I actually ended up changing mine to Democratic, because, um, for instance, when we were in New York, if you weren't um, registered
0: as a Democratic. You can't vote in the primary.
1: Yeah. Yeah couldn't vote for Hillary right um so yeah uh yeah it was a big old huh and so that I mean I started like huh why why can't I vote which is right right whatever
0: but yeah so yeah I I would wed you the same person that was 100% who came to my head he deserves his underwear jammed real far up his ass.
1: And I know he's a piece of shit, and he's doing right. all this fucked up shit. Yeah, but you're taking my family away from me. Yeah,
0: a lot of
1: people's families. Like that closeness and that bond, and and we worked so hard for it. And he's such a good person, and yeah. and it's not just him, but to make everybody so hateful. I know,
0: but that's why I just don't. It's kind of like the cult thing. Yeah, it like is. I just—you're either already that way, and someone's giving you permission to be that, or you're really susceptible to someone telling you to brain slugs. Well, yeah, I just—I don't get. It. But anyway, that moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I get so mad. I, I my armpits yeah. are sweating. <laughs> I'm so mad. Ah! uh what's something that's invisible but you wish people could see
1: um how much i care for them
0: oh that's nice i would say farts (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: you're such an asshole jen Uh, Jen said farts. <laughs> and I was thinking about the wider spectrum of things. Like, I think innately people care about other people. I wish yeah, no, that's that actually, was visible. Yeah.
0: That is true. Because people can't you,
2: okay. say it.
1: You can be, like, living in a different state, away from these tiny children in cages. Mm-hmm. But you cannot put a grandma, I don't care who she voted for, Next to one of these children in a cage and have her not care. Not care. She's gonna wanna take that baby and feed that baby and find that baby's mom. Put a little warm milk in that baby belly. Yeah. So think of it like that, folks. If you're a a Trump person, I'm trying, I'm gritting my teeth right now. I'm so angry. Look at my hands. (laughs) You know. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my brain. <laughs> oh, Jen, we got to move on. Okay. I'm sorry. One
0: more lightened question. Okay. Pineapple on a pizza. Yes, no. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I Don't agree. tell me. It, I think it's really weird that people are so fired up about whether or not you should put pineapple on a pizza. <laughs> Who cares? If someone likes to eat it, whatever. But it's fucking delicious. Yeah, but, like, fuck that. Because, like, also, like... Who would say put
1: balsamic, Ooh, yeah. vinegar on a pizza? And Ooh. that shit's good. Yeah, a little basil.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, give them mm. all of all the pizza. Yeah, I will not turn away at pizza. <laughs> I think I talked about that in the last episode too. <laughs> oh, Jen. So today we're talking about the human body, Jen. Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's a big topic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a, something that we could come. And do again and again and again. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. There's so much stuff that can happen.
1: I actually want to do like more interviews for this one.
0: Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I do have one
1: interview for today that we'll be posting in addition to mine. Yeah. So there's that. But do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. Let me lean over to burp a little. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. I was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I did the vampire burp. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> holy hell, we're getting into it. Um, I didn't realize how big this topic was capable of being, and honestly, my subject could be an uh, entire season.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah.
1: But I'll keep it corralled. Okay, Okay. <laughs> keep the horses in the pan. Um, mostly because it's just like a lot, and there are a lot of words and like shenanigans that I don't understand <laughs> when it comes to... The stuff. Okay. Uh, So today today I'm talking about OBE. Or? Better known as. (laughs) You know me. Out of body experiences. Have you ever had one? No. Also known as near death experiences. Also known as astral projections. Ooh. Also known as... (laughs) Life summaries post-death.
0: Huh. Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't connect those.
1: Yeah, there are, te- there are several different ways of achieving the out-of-body experience. Okay. So um, so out-of-body, uh, from what I can understand without reading my notes, will encompass like the, your consciousness. Okay. So where you can, where you can create um, travel for your consciousness would be an out-of-body experience. Okay. Uh, quite close to the phenomena of lucid dreaming. And supposedly, it can be achieved through meditation and the use of psychoactive drugs. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So there are people that um, willingly go to out-of-body experiences. And then there are people that suffer uh, trauma Mm. Or people in surgical, uh, like Uh-oh. in surgeries that will experience the phenomena. Right. Um, so, of course, <laughs> my sources. <laughs> Wikipedia. W- would be Wikipedia. <laughs> um, And also, Jen, Prime Video. Ooh. So, like, I really gave up my all. <laughs> and honestly, I do care about the subject. I think it's incredibly fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's just huge yes it's outside my brain bubble so i started watching a show called consciousness continues and it explores the stories of people that have had near-death experiences now i mean it's kind of an older show but from what i thought and what my gauge is that i thought that these people were pretty credible okay um the the stories didn't seem so, like, out of hand to me that it, they were not believable. Okay. Um, so, do you believe in the out-of-body experience? Yeah. Or do you know anybody that claims to have had one? I have had one. You have? hmm Jen,
0: you didn't? I didn't know that. hmm What happened? I had a really, really, really bad... This wasn't that long ago. Like, five months, maybe. Or Jen, <laughs> no, no, no. It was right before right before all of my insulin, blood sugar, blah. So it was like summer last year. And I had a really, really, really bad migraine. Like head just going to crack open migraine. And uh, I was laying da- trying to lay down. Like I was sort of half sitting and Josh went to go hop into the shower and he was in the shower. And then all of a sudden, like I just felt light and no pain. And I felt like I was starting to float. And my thought was, oh shit. Josh is going to come out of the bathroom and find me dead. And I was floating. And then all of a sudden it was just like cr- like a soft crash back into my body. Holy. It was weird. I texted my sister about it. and I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Holy fuck, Jen. It was
1: weird. Oh my God. So I have. Um an interview that I do with my mom that we'll insert into this podcast
0: mm-hmm. same same, same. Yes. <laughs> that is so weird yeah it was it was strange because it wasn't like a, like I was conscious of what was happening mm-hmm. but at the same like it wasn't like a violent drop like it was just like a I'm back, huh like a soft wave. And my husband did not come out of the bathroom to find me dead. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. and I don't know, and I had taken I mean I I just took like migraine like Excedrin or something, you know. So it wasn't like I took something. There was a there was a migraine medicine that I used to take that would make me feel like my body I would feel like the um I don't, I was Duran Duran, like the mm-hmm. MTV. Yeah. The cartoon version of you. Uh huh. Like just the like limbs all the same. And like it literally it made me feel like that. It was just odd. And so this wasn't like a weird medication that I had taken. Like it was just a headache. So I don't know if it was that kicking in and the pain going away that made me feel like all of a sudden light and I'm no pain. My head. No, it was too weird. <laughs> it was strange. Did you, could you see yourself? You- no, I was like floating, like. Like, my back was to myself. Like, I wasn't turned around looking at myself.
1: Oh, you didn't make it far enough?
0: Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get to turn around and see myself. Like, it was just like I was being lifted off the bed. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: God. I believe you 100%, by the way. it's.
0: (sighs) But my sister, after, after all of, like, the diabetes thing and getting my blood sugar adjusted, she was like, I wonder if that... You know, like mm-hmm. that's really scary. I wonder if you were having some crazy blood sugars thing at the same time. But you really were in like a health danger. Yeah. Maybe.
1: That's what I think. Um, I actually have a friend that passed not too long ago from keto ketoacidosis. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is your blood sugar way too high.
1: He, I don't think that... I remember him going into it a couple times when I knew I've been in Denver, but he um, he had I think he had a hard time affording medication. Yeah, Uh, he was he was a good dude. Yeah, unfortunately that uh, and beautiful and young and
0: sad and yeah that that sucks because that when they switched uh, they had the first insulin they put me on they switched it because it wasn't really working for me but I could take in any of my remaining stuff that I had already gotten and donate it to somebody that couldn't afford. Like the clinic that I go to would give it to somebody that couldn't afford it. They want And do I was that like With here my fertility stuff. Can I believe that?
1: Why? I don't know. Um so it's it seems scary to me. Um, yeah. But people do practice this voluntarily. And
0: it well and it is hard to believe. Yeah. Because it is a someone telling you this happened. Right. So it is very easy to just be like, uh-huh, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Even having had this myself, it's still easy to just be like, uh-huh. Well, okay. there were studies done. Um, <coughs> I don't think I wrote about it, but
1: in one of the studies, there was a psychiatrist that was um, talking to this woman that said she had, was able to have out-of-body experiences whenever she wanted. So, Ooh. um, yeah. Why so would you it, want to? Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Well, because people like to voluntarily, like, astral project yeah. and travel through dimensions. Yeah. But she was able to tell this lady. This lady put a card up on a cabinet with a number on it. And so she was able to tell the lady the correct number on this
0: card. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and also the movie Flatliners is tits. Uh, the original one. Yes. Yeah. I mean the second one, like
0: <coughs> it's alright. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the get, original one I heard. get you mm-hmm. some Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was Kiefer Sutherland too, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Like coming hot off a of last voice. Ooh. Oh, I I'm sorry. I just Blacked out
1: for a second? I blacked out. (laughs) He's not ever been in my top. You know I like you know I like a like a plethora of men and so I will talk about some great films and shows within this genre at the end. So like you can look them up if you are interested in it. Ooh, cool. Or you want to do research or like the wine and documentaries like I did. Yeah. Documentaries and chill. the best um like yeah cuz like having sex while you're watching out of body shit is <laughs> like another level that, uh, right yeah i mean <laughs> so the <laughs> argument is that consciousness like energy never dies right so after oh, our deaths no. where does our consciousness go that's the type of shit that would give me panic attacks <laughs> yeah Where does our energy go? (laughs) So some people describe their out-of-body experiences as like seeing a light um, Mm -hmm. or a tunnel uh, and seeing and feeling a sense of like peace, like the peace is visual. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are symptoms that are more common when people are beginning to experience an out-of-body that doesn't necessarily fit the trauma you would most associate with this phenomena, and this is what I think you're going to think is cool. So basically, you're like in an altered state of consciousness. Okay. Like after a couple of excedrants. Right. <laughs> uh, this can happen when you're just drifting off to sleep. Okay. Um, and like, have you ever had sleep paralysis? Ooh, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about. I want to talk about it too. It's so <laughs> nuts. Oh, I will quickly mention back in the day, there was a band named Dredge. D-R-E-D-G. Oh, okay. I think I remember here. Yeah. And they had an entire album that was kind of written in the vein of like sleep paralysis. And it's like cool and creepy. I hope it stands up to time because (laughs) I'm going to go look it up today. But you should look at it. Um, Or you experience like a feeling of heaviness just before or after sleeping. And like you can't move your arms. Right. And you can't yell. You can't move. Right. Um, And all I can say... Um, fuck you, no, thanks. No. I know, yeah. It's so scary when you can't move. Yeah. I've never had it. Oh, God, I hate it. I've, I've had it, it several uh, times. Yuck. Yeah. One time I... One time I smoked what I thought was weed. <laughs> but somebody... A little, little something, something extra. Somebody really. put angel dust in oh, that. Jesus. Little guy. Oh. So I... For, like, the next week after this shit I was like having sleep paralysis like a oh my career. God it was an accident family <laughs> I haven't like I didn't smoke weed after that because I just don't trust it yeah well except for that one time <laughs> I it was a homeless guy <laughs> but I gave my wallet to my friends and oh and, and my car keys. Just in case it was a bad thing. <laughs> and they hung my um, house key around my neck. <clears throat> Anyways, it's a different topic. But yeah, that really happened. Um, and that was the last time I smoked weed. <laughs> I think. Um, the So there are ways to... So generally, like, this is safe. Sleep paralysis is safe. Right. There's not mm-hmm. a whole lot that can happen to you physically. Um, so they best say the best way to continue with your journey is to uh, voluntarily release your fear and relax. That's easier like, said than done. Like realize your fear and then realize that there isn't going to be anything bad that will happen uh-huh. to you. Right. And allow your mind to continue moving through the discomfort. <laughs> Knowing you'll be okay. Um, I will have my arms back. Thank you. Yeah.
0: That's way easier
1: said than done. Back it up. Back it up. Sleep around. in my hands. <laughs> um, but some people experience buzzing or humming or like the sound of oceans in their heads. Mm-hmm. Or you can feel vibrations um, in your head or like radiating through your body. I yeah. And you've had that before too. I have had that. Like you can... That's like usually when I wouldn't think it was like something like that. I usually grab a soda because I think I'm having like a low blood sugar episode, yeah. or if I'm hungover. Um. So, you know before before you think this is not my professional opinion. It's just my <laughs> just my opinion on um, heavy hangovers. If you're trying to avoid an out-of-body experience, I would recommend grabbing yourself an ice-cold (laughs) Coca-Cola. That's my advertisement. (laughs) Perry, Jen, let me do it again. So, if you're trying to avoid an out-of-body experience, I recommend trying an ice-cold Coca-Cola. That was good one. Thank you. It goes on, but basically, um, you don't have the flu. You are astral projecting. Hmm. You don't have a migraine, and the medicine is alleviating it. <laughs> your your consciousness, it consciousness is flying has out gone. of your body. <laughs> um, but what does it feel like to have an out-of-body experience? Um, well, people have said that they've experienced a dreamlike state, but much more vivid. Okay. Um, floating or flying... Okay. Some people feel a sense of serenity, and while some recall zooming in and out of past experiences, um, but they also recall floating through different dimensions Ooh. space and time.
0: I wonder if you have to, if that takes a while, well, or if it's like dreams where your t- sense of time is all out of whack anyway, and it's really just a couple minutes, even though it feels like mm-hmm. hours. Well, that's the, that's the, like the edit, like
1: the post. Death thing. For, I think I, I think, yeah, I don't know. Jen, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I just wrote down what Wikipedia said. <laughs> off my back. <laughs> um, but some people observe their bodies from above and are able to articulate motions, instruments, and people around them during the experience. Like, instruments being like if they're in a surgical setting. Right. And though most of us think that it would entail seeing yourself from above, some people say they don't have any sense of their bodies below them at all. Hmm. Okay. And some people um, experience, like, a silver tether for them, from them to their bodies. Um, Some people like you, experience freedom from pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people report passing through walls and solid objects. That's what I want to do. I'm going to scare Josh on the shitter. (laughs) (laughs) Hey! Hey! (laughs) Am I dead? (laughs) Um, Some experience a disassociation of their physical bodies and their egos connecting to a larger universe. Oh. Yeah, it's like uh. you, you become one like enlightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um so, yeah, like like Buddha used to yeah. meditate and um some say that the returns are very sudden and often no time um no travel has taken place. So okay. they're like just there. Right. Like <clears throat> you're there and then you're there. Right. <laughs> That oh, was a uh, dramatic page turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: some people experience sleep paralysis, confusion, doubt is a big thing um, okay. in what they've actually experienced. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Some feel enlightenment um, enlightenment or an excitement to try it again. No. No. Don't. <laughs> no. 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 Watch a movie. Yeah. Um, So I thought I remembered my mom talking about something like this. And after a little convincing, she spoke to me over the phone about it. And before you ask, she's crazy. (laughs) She's funny and she's open, but she's honest. And um, she doesn't drink or do drugs or prescriptions or otherwise. She's always been in fine mental health. um, And for what it's worth, I totally believe her. And for some reason that gives me more peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now I will switch over to the phone conversation my mom and I had.
2: Okay.
3: Okay. So I'm recording it. All right. So can you talk to me about your out of out of body experience? Do you want to hear some, like, questions, or do you want me to ask you afterwards?
2: Uh, You can ask me afterwards.
3: Okay. Tell me about it.
2: Okay. I um, was probably 23 or 24, and I was pregnant with Jason, my second baby, and I hadn't felt good for a couple days, and I had a really bad cough. And it started with a sore throat, and I just felt horrible, horrible all day long. And later on, most of the day, and that night when I went to bed, I was laying next to the boy's dad, and I woke up for a second and I couldn't catch my breath. And I laid there and I I tried to set up and I couldn't get up, I couldn't get to a setting position. And so I laid on my back and I was trying really hard and pushing on my stomach to be able to breathe and I couldn't get my breath. And all of a sudden, I was trying to, before it happened, I was trying to move my arms and get the boys' dad's attention because I felt like I needed help. And so I was was shoving my arms, trying to hit him with my elbow and evidently one of the elbow pokes had woke him up just enough. But all of a sudden, I was looking down, and I was watching myself ram my elbows, and then I just stopped. I My body wasn't moving anymore, and I was looking down, and I was thinking, um, is he going to wake up and help me? I I was up there, looking down and I knew I needed help but I couldn't figure out and it was so real I I couldn't figure out how I could help myself down there where I was and I don't know where I was but I was looking down at myself and I was thinking um, if he doesn't wake up and help me I'm I'm gonna die but I wasn't scared but I just calmly thought he needs to wake up because I've got kids and I need to take care of the kids myself. And I I really don't I really don't want to leave right now. That was all I, I was thinking was I hope he wakes up. Well pretty soon and it couldn't have been more than a few seconds, I don't think, but all that goes through your head. And then he woke up and he started shaking me and kind of pushing on my chest, and then he raised me up, and when he raised me up i w- I was sitting on out on the edge of the bed then, and then I was back there. oh
3: weird, yeah, so then
2: do you I think
3: your body your your you came down from being high and sat on the edge of the bed, because like, you were knowing that you were gonna go back into your body.
2: I don't know what I thought, but when I saw him raising up my the top of my body and kind of pushing me over to the edge of the bed then i was I was on the bed huh. and I was setting and then i I got myself sitting up straight, and he was kind of pounding me on the back and um then we went into the into the hospital, and I had pneumonia in both my lungs. Oh my gosh! And the doctor told me then. He said, "I'm surprised you didn't die." He said, "One lung is so full." And so I I was in the hospital for a couple of days then.
3: So what did it feel like? Did you Did you have like a sense of floating?
2: I no, uh-uh, I wasn't. I don't remember floating. I just remember that I was somewhere. But I was watching what was going on. And you, I was did you
3: think you were in the same room?
2: Yeah, I was I was above I was above my body. And and I tried to tell the boys' dad that and he's just like, Oh you're crazy. But Did you
3: like look around? Did you see anything else?
2: No, I was just watching and, and I remember so clear thinking if he doesn't wake up and help me I will die. I knew i I knew I was going to die if he didn't wake up and help me, and all I could think about at the time was, I don't want to leave i have I have a baby coming and I have a a little boy, and i I don't want to leave because it 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 wasn't good what I was thinking. I was thinking they won't take care of him right. I need to take care of them. Yeah. And and that was that was what I was thinking. But Do you then
3: think that, oh sorry, go ahead.
2: I I had a near death experience when I had um a miscarriage and they put me under. And the doctor, the last thing I remember the doctor saying was, hit her or we're gonna lose her to the anesthesiologist. And I remember praying as I went under. But I didn't have any memory of it. So um, that time when the doctor said later that I was so close to death, but I didn't have any any experience with that time when they put me under. I was under and nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that time nothing. But when I had
3: more than the first time.
2: I wasn't scared. I I remember it so clear. I was not scared at all. I just didn't want to go. I didn't want to die. And that was the only thing I was thinking of was wake up and help me. Wake up and help me. I don't want to die.
3: Do you think that this maybe had any effect on your spiritual beliefs?
2: Oh, I definitely think so. Yeah, yeah, and because um,
3: I know you're not you. You don't really conform to like the ideal of going to church, but I do think that you're spiritual, and that you have like some some belief in the afterlife.
2: I have a a tremendous belief in the afterlife, and I've had just enough experience with it, like the morning I woke up to someone wiggling my toe. Oh, yeah.
3: Are you going to fart around and miss your mom's birthday?
2: Yeah, because grandma always used to call me on mom's birthday so I would remember. Mm. And, And sure enough, it was mom's birthday and I had forgot. But I believe in the afterlife, but I believe that when I had the out of body experience, I believe that it was not my time to go. I believe that it is written when you will pass. I believe that's all prearranged, and nothing—if it's your time to go, nothing is nothing is going to interfere with it. And I don't believe that was my time to go. And I didn't hear any voices when I was looking down at myself. I didn't hear any voices. But I just remember coming back, coming back, and I was in my body. I was sitting up then on the edge of the bed.
3: That's so crazy.
2: It was really... It's a real personal thing because when you tell people, they're like, oh, that's just stupid. That didn't happen. But it, it did happen. It, well, you it, know, it, it I was, was reading real.
3: A, I believe you. I was reading a study about this lady, um, and they can't really disprove or prove it, but she had an out-of-body experience and was able to detail the stuff that was happening while she was supposedly above herself. Mm-hmm. Like, and down to, like, she was ab- even able to describe the instruments they used on her. This happened to another mm-hmm. friend of yours then?
2: Uh-huh, yeah. And she... I
3: think this phenomenon happens a lot.
2: She called me after baby John passed away, and she said, I need to talk to you. I need to tell you what happened. She said, and a lot of people don't know this, but I, she said, they had coded me. And they had stopped surgery and were doing CPR on me. And she said, "I heard my son cry, and I went into the other room where they were all." She said there was four or five of them, and then they were all crying. And she said, afterwards she found out that they had heard through the nurse that they had coded her and they were trying to bring her back. And she said. I saw the figure and I said, please don't take me.
3: Oh, my God.
2: And she said, the figure said, turned around, walked away, stopped, turned back around and said, go home. And she said, um, her heart had quit beating for like five or six minutes and they were oh pumping God. her. Yeah. So she was like legally dead. I mean, That's but it, it it's just crazy how it happens. Now when um, John's brother-in-law, he was clinically, his heart had quit beating and they had called it. And then the uh, the flight nurse said um, use that machine on him again and it brought him back. Now Jay had nothing. He didn't Jay,
3: experience anything.
2: Nothing, yeah, because I asked him. So it's just kind of odd how how some, it, And I think that's the problem is it doesn't happen to, like, everybody. But when it does happen to you, it kind of takes the fear out of dying and it puts a new light on dying, it, or it did for me. To me, dying is not done. Yeah, and
3: that's one of my biggest fears.
2: <laughs> yeah, I and I also think that if you open yourself to it when someone dies, they will send messages to you just to make sure you're okay. And I think that's what happened with me with baby John was I got so many weird things happened after he passed away. And I think he was just hanging around long enough to make sure I was okay. Because now I don't, now I don't get that stuff.
3: And you don't worry about it.
2: And I, and I'm okay. And I was actually in the garden one day, and I used to sing Yellow Submarine to him. And I, I could never even think about singing it. And I was out there one day, and I started to sing it. And I heard a voice say, I don't need that anymore.
3: Oh, my God. And so in a lot of these so- things that I'm reading about, the people that, like, this lady has had a few near-death experiences or out-of-body experiences. And she says mm-hmm. that the voice from when she was like three years old and had her first one was the same voice that came back to her when she was a 53-year-old woman. Huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, You know, and I guess it's what everybody chooses to believe and feel. It's, yeah. it's a personal thing. But I believe if you open yourself up to it, but just good. Don't open yourself up to bad. Don't welcome bad in. But I, I, I think that the spirits can kind of stay around, just, and they want you to know that they're okay. They do you remember? Do you remember when I
3: we were at Albertson's and you were using the payphone or something outside, and I was like eight years old, and I was sitting on the bike rack, and I fell and I knocked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> So I always, I always think about that. And I'm always like, whenever I think about out-of-body experiences, I was like, I always think, why was everything just black? I guess it wasn't really an out-of-body experience, but I did knock myself out. So
2: I think your brain just goes to sleep.
1: Love you. Thank you so much. You know, they say that one in 10 people will experience an OBE. egen That's uh, quite a bit, actually. Yeah. One, two, several times in their lives. Oh. Um, but doctors contribute this phenomenon to dissociative disorders oh. impacted by psychological or neurological disorders. Okay. Um, and I think it's fascinating. But I do particularly write, which like comes off as kind of dry when you're trying to do a podcast oh, oh, to yeah. like talk about all the experiences of yeah. like the studies they've done because most of them are similar, where they place an object somewhere and have the patient scope it out that's very to me that's very cool it's cool and um yeah and so so if you are looking for proof or something like that a lot of these people will explain to you in detail like while they're under what instruments are being used or like Mm -hmm. I think this this one hospital put shelves up with like pictures so that people could tell them what was on the upper shelves.
0: Yeah.
1: So you can go in and read about all that. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you the story once, it's the same story for like everybody that experiences it. So
0: what do you think? I definitely think it happens, but I've also, of course I do because I've had something funky Mm -hmm. happen to me. But I do understand why it's something that's hard to believe uh-huh. happens.
1: I I actually wanted to pose this question for our listeners, too. I want you to tell me about your experiences. Um, what experience set this in motion for you? Um, what did it feel like? What did you see? Uh, how high were you? Like, high. Like, like not physically body high. Physically body <laughs> high. Or high. <laughs> You know, uh-huh. it's Washington, it's legal. Mm. Um, were you seeing yourself from like a different angle or tethered or mm-hmm. facing away? Would you say that your spiritual beliefs um, were before and after this experience different? Mm,
0: that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So <coughs> um, email me and let me know. Um, and now I will direct you to some cool movies. Okay. Um, Flatliners. mm uh-huh. Awake. wake I uh, Jessica Alba. Oh, I
0: actually don't know that I
1: Saray loves Jessica Alba and for that I reason I <laughs> He know that one. <laughs> for that reason I despise her. I I'm, I get it. <laughs> I have some of those. On our first date, I said, if you could meet any celebrity, he goes, Jessica Alba, before I could finish anything. And I was like, huh? <laughs> uh, I was going to say Celebrity Skateboarder, Dick. <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that one's cool. Um, there's a bunch of uh, documentaries, too. If you just go on Prime and you search it. But if you want to watch the one that I watched, it was called um, Continued Consciousness. Oh, okay. Or no, <clears throat> Consciousness Continues. Okay. Um, And then if you have Prime, like, it'll give you all these other suggestions. And, Jen, that's my
0: story. Cool. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. That was a good one. Thanks. And ours overlap a little bit. All right. You ready for me? Jen, I'm ready for you. Okay. So, so Jen. Yeah. What you got, babe? So, I was going to talk about two different sleep disorders. And I got all of my information from Wikipedia and oh, web md okay so you know yeah so the first one's sleep paralysis okay so it's when you wake up and you're unable you're aware but you can't move or speak yes. you can hallucinate like you said um, the buzzing the hissing humming static anything like that some people also hear voices and whispers which mm-hmm. is creepy. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, and some people also, like you said, have the like sense of flying, the tingles or the vibrations. Which, when I have woken up, like, have you ever woken up to like feeling like your bed is shaking? Yes. Yeah. So I had that happen once when I was younger, and it was like, like a lot of shaking, and it was in the my parents' house that's haunted. And, uh, so that is, um, I think now I've had it happen, but I think it's my heart beating. What? I think I wake up and I'm like scared and startled startled, and my heart's beating really fast. I think that's what causes it for me. Mm -hmm. When you wake up from sleep paralysis, understandably, it causes intense emotions like fear and panic. Only lasts a couple minutes. Anywhere between eight and fifty percent of people experience it at some time, and it affects men and women equally. Okay. okay. Um,
1: do you want to hear a weird fact that I know?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you might
1: cover it, so I don't want you to. I don't want to like tell you about what you know. <laughs> um, but the the uh, experience of sleep paralysis is really common. Among Southeast Asians. Oh, interesting. Just that, genetically? No, uh, they contribute it the phenomena to the use of fish oil. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, and that's
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that would cause that. I don't know. Weird. Like of something in it.
1: I, yeah, I don't know. Huh.
0: That's... Yeah, I didn't actually. That wasn't in any of the stuff I read. Cool. Yeah. Um... Sleep paralysis is actually believed to have played a role in a lot of creation stories about alien abductions and other paranormal activities. Fuck yeah. Because you wake up and hallucinate, so you might see something like such as somebody standing at the foot of your bed. You know that's a real person. (laughs) But I mean that it crosses with like ghosts. You know what I mean? Like it could be either or, who knows? All of the above. right. Yeah, so it's definitely it's tough all to of say, the above. Right, it could be, yeah. You might have all of these things happen to you. Um, a lot of people feel like they're being suffocated. Like it's like someone sitting on their chest, and it's like a creature sitting on your chest. I know a lot of, like, bec- I think it's because you can't move. People feel it as a fear. And so whatever you're hallucinating comes off hmm. as something scary, like a demon. In most cases, sleep paralysis, it's just a sign. You- your body's just not moving smoothly through the stages of sleep. Ram. So yep, you come out of REM and before you you're awakened from REM before you your body has is what it is, essentially. It's not linked to any other psychiatric problems. Um, and something that, that this kind of crosses into and is a, something that's sort of related to sleep paralysis is called exploding head syndrome. Which what? sounds, it sounds terrible. I so don't know. this is know. what I thought you were going to be talking yeah, about today. They're very, they're both a sleep issue. And it has said that s- exploding head syndrome is kind of a from like p- sort of like sleep paralysis. Like it's a moving through sleep stages incorrectly. Um, it's not your head physically exploding. You hear unreal noises that are loud. When, like when you're waking up, right? I've had that a couple times. See, and I have too. I have it fairly frequently, actually. Sometimes I think
1: like, what the fuck was that? Yeah,
0: that's what I do, yeah. And I think it's this. And then later on I'm like, was that real or? It's Exactly. You wake up and you're like, did my something in my dream wake me up? Or was it a noise, a physical noise that woke me up from my dream? Mm-hmm. Josh fucking hates it. Because I'll wake up, and I'm scared, and I'm like, someone's breaking in. And I wake him up, and I make him go look. (laughs) I do the same thing. It's scary. I'm like- Because you can't tell. Take a baseball bat. (laughs) And
1: if you're not back here
0: in two minutes, I'm calling the police. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Josh, he sleeps so well and so deep. It's really frustrating. But I'll wake him up, and I'm like, did you hear that? Yeah. And he's like, nope. And he's out again. And I'm like, you're not even listening. (laughs) It could happen again. (laughs) Well, thanks. I guess we're both going to die tonight. Yeah. I'm going to fight them off for you, buddy. It's never been anything. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's always just been in my head. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) It sucks. But it is very scary. It's so scary. Yeah. And that's what, when we had the earthquake right after you guys moved up here. Yeah. All we felt up here was just a jolt. And so that... I woke up from that, and it was the same thing. I didn't know if it was the dream or if it was real that woke me up, and I just assumed it was kind of the same thing that I always have, but it really was an earthquake. It really was. (laughs) You you guys felt it way more than we did. Oh, yeah, I did. It was cool. I want to feel one more than that, but at the same time, I kind of don't just because I don't want to have a big earthquake. But every earthquake we've had since we've moved up here, that has been feelable has been during the night. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah. So we've slept through all of them. Even in Wyoming, I think there were a couple. There were.
1: You sleep through them because there's they're always at night.
0: There was one. Except that,
1: for in California.
0: Yeah. There was one I remember when we were about five, maybe. You probably didn't live in Casper yet. Nope. Um, It was while we were awake and it was like <clears throat> hide under the door frame. Yeah. It was scary. So about 10% of people that experience exploding head syndrome also experience visual issues with it, like flashes of light or like seeing static, which I actually have woken up in the middle of the night and it's almost like a static, like if I'm looking at the ceiling, it's like a weird snow, like a TV snow on top of everything.
1: Sometimes I'll see like, like maybe a little bit of motion, like the, like the, like the Like a painting, sort of like... Yeah.
0: But nothing like that. Yeah, I think... Well, and some of it's just because of the way your eyes process light. So if you're not looking directly at it, you can see it better. Mm -hmm. So it's... Especially at night, it's disorienting. Uh, Again, exploding head syndrome isn't something that is a serious health concern. Um, Why did they name it that I don't have any (laughs) idea. It sounds terrible. It sounds sounds like spontaneous combustion. Like loud, loud boom wakes you up. (laughs) That was much better.
1: (laughs) I was honestly gonna be scared to go home and fall asleep because I thought my head was gonna like. I'm like, great. Now I'm gonna listen to this. It's gonna be in my head when I go to bed at night. No, and I'm gonna explode my fucking head. And you already have it anyway.
0: (laughs) I already have it. Everybody has it. I think. uh, Well. It never happens to Josh. But it does... Because Josh sleeps through everything. He does. But it does... Women are more likely to have it than men. Which I wonder, I don't know why. It doesn't... They don't know much about it. And because it's not a health risk or issue, mm-hmm. it's not something that... Like, I'm not... I am pretty sure I do have it, but I'm in no way going to go to the doctor and do a sleep study for it. No. Because they can't do anything for it anyway. Mm-mm. It's just a... Well, you need to reduce stress and yada, 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 yeah. Tell me something I don't know.
1: Well, I guess I better go to church this week because the <laughs> demons are trying to get at <laughs> get, me again.
0: Come for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a conspiracy
1: Ooh, theory. In I this. like conspiracy theories.
0: Some people believe that it's not a natural event in your head, but that it's caused by directed energy weapons. Have you ever heard of those?
1: Um like the one that you aim at people and it makes them shit their pants. <laughs> it might be. Like that's like there's the the one that has the the sound that you can't hear but it's like the like a focused the pitch like makes it, you shit. It probably yourself.
0: is. I hadn't I didn't know exactly what they were, so I looked it up. Definition arranged weapon that damages its target with highly focused energy including laser micro- microwaves and particle beams, but I don't see why sound couldn't be a part of that too.
1: Yeah, but why wouldn't you just use something that would actually like you're the shadow in the night and you're like, ha oh. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna I could either you kill you or I'm gonna <laughs> play
0: the tambourine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Why but, would you Yeah. This has thought to it's worked into conspiracy theories because it's government, you know, coming at you with energy weapons, but there's no scientific evidence other than it's a sleep disorder where your body comes out of REM too fast. Hmm. Your mind comes out faster than your body, hmm. saying it's essentially the same.
1: Okay. Yeah. So if you want to avoid getting spiders in your mouth at night, <laughs> wear a some hosiery on your head. <laughs> and if you want to invo- avoid uh energy Ooh, weapons. directed weapons <laughs> uh that make you see demons <laughs> uh, put tinfoil maybe on your head too <laughs> i think a nice wrap your a
0: nice tinfoil just helmet. wrap your whole face uh-huh. in tinfoil and um pull off the part so you can yeah. breathe but okay. <laughs> just a little little mouth
1: hole cuz isn't that really only the two things you got to worry about when you're sleeping now yeah So, yeah,
0: that's a couple of sleep disorders that are funky. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird, though? Like, it sucks, though, because as much as you need sleep and then all the things that can go wrong from stop you from getting a good night's sleep. Sleep is so hard. I'm bad at it. I'm bad at it, too. So bad at it. It sucks. I'm a very active sleeper. Me, too.
1: Roll around all night. I feel like I'm up like every two hours. Oh, yeah, I am too. And then I'll like, there's nothing that can put me back to bed. Yep, same here.
0: I wake up, I can fall asleep really quickly. Pretty much anywhere. Me too. And then I'll be out for like three hours. Uh And then I wake up for like four. z's. I like to put on the Property Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't turn on the TV because Josh is sleeping and it will wake him up, but I do pull my phone out. Seray sleeps through that shit. Like Josh probably would, but I just get my phone out and play on my phone. You're missing some good property brothers time. <laughs> I'm good one-on-one with the bros. You want to play Truth or Bean?
1: Yeah, you know it. Okay, I'm not eating another sausage jelly bean, so you better make this a good question.
0: <laughs> Alicia. Yo. Truth or bean? Definitely truth. (laughs) No more fucking (laughs) sausage beans. What's
1: your biggest turn off? Well, I made out with a guy once that didn't have any teeth. And I thought that would be my biggest turn off. But I think it's um, BO. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. And like maybe this one time I went on this date with a guy well i didn't actually end up going he came to my house to pick me up and i went in the bathroom to freshen up and when i came out he was in his underwear oh no with socks and shoes but he had like he was like a hipster so they were like orthopedic shoes <laughs> but he had like um really baggy underwear that were like really <laughs> old like they didn't have enough elastic left in them why was he Getting undressed, and there were like the whitey tidy kind. Ew, because he was pulling that. Yeah,
0: nine times out of ten, right. or whatever yeah. bullshit the that is. The how I met your mother
1: thing. Yeah, so I come out and he's <clears throat> in his underwears, and he snaps the the leg of the underwear.
0: Ew!
1: Did he really at, think that was at me? Did you kick him out? I think I told him to get dressed and uh that I was hungry, and then I think we went out and had. <laughs> And then I quickly left. And I don't think I ever... To him ever
0: again. Yeah.
1: It was like a more of a get him out of my house yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, because that seems kind of scary. I,
1: If I remember right, I think I kind of ditched him at the bar. I don't fault you for that. Yuck. Okay. Dudes, don't ever do that to no, lady. No, it's not cool. Look, like I'm not even going to give Momoa the get out of jail free card on this. <laughs> uh-uh. But don't like... Snap your old man underwear at me. Oh, this is a good one, Jen.
0: Ooh. Okay. Oh no!
1: <laughs> it's gonna be really bad, though. So you might want to eat a bean. Okay. Um, Jen, what don't you like about me? Oh. Yeah, that's bad. huh? Don't worry, my- <laughs> you're gonna
0: hurt my feelings. I can feel it. I'll eat a bean. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I just don't want to think of anything. Because <laughs> then you won't be able to not think
1: about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuck forever.
0: Uh-oh.
1: And if you're curious where questions are coming from, I bought this little packet called uh, Love Shack on Amazon. So my bean is a light tan with dark brown spots. I know what that is, and it already tastes good. I already know what it is. Is it marshmallow? Yeah. Oh. You suck.
0: Oh, yeah. That's toasted marshmallow oh so good oh my god
1: (laughs) i mean it sucks but that's the rules
0: yeah and that's the best bean possible it was yeah yeah that's a good one Mm. all right folks we're done today yeah rate review subscribe
1: yeah don't forget to subscribe i don't know if you guys are but um visit our website Send Mm -hmm. us a little email about your out-of-body experiences or your sleep paralysis. We would love to hear it. And, you know, if you're comfortable talking about it with us, you can always, you know, perhaps give me a call down the road and I can record it. Yeah. We're looking into doing stuff like that. Fun, fun, fun. Yep. Fun, fun, fun. Jen and I are eventually going to go see a psychic and hunt for Bigfoot. One of these days. One of these days. So subscribe. Yeah. Cool.
0: Sounds good. All right, we're done. Yeah, See you guys. Thanks. Yay. Bye. Bye. Oh
2: fuck!
1: <laughs> <laughs> you pig. That mm-hmm. I how can to do
0: taste it. that? Yeah, from that. that was cucumbery.